Hello everybody, welcome back to The Piano Method Madness, aka The Black and White Struggle. My name is G Absolute. All right everybody, today's lesson focuses on coordination. That's uh, working towards your left hand, working together with your right hand, or working independently, where the left plays the bass and the right hand does it, its own thing. Now this lesson here, lesson number one, found on page five, it took me about five days of practicing, but I practiced maybe about 30 minutes to an hour. I'm pretty sure if you sit or you have the time to practice for about two or three hours, you probably get a lot sooner than I did. Let's look at the bass line, for example. If you look at the note structure in measure number one, it has a dotted eighth note and a sixteenth note. And note number uh, the note number two, it has the dotted eighth note and another sixteenth note, and it goes three and four. So let's let's play that. And it says to use fingers two and five, which is your pointing finger and your your ring uh, your pinky. For this first note, so the two, finger number two is on D, and finger number five is on G. So it goes like this. So let's count it out. Now it goes one and two and. Or you can go one, one E and da. Uh. So you go one E and da. Uh. See? One E and da. Uh. That's right. One E and the. Uh. Now you're going to switch it up on note two. So you'll be like, one E and the. Uh. See, let's, <laughs> I actually let my finger slip. But you have, I'm trying to count and trying to play. But here's how you do it. One E and the. Uh, two E and the. Uh, three E and the. Uh, four E and the. Uh. That's how the, the uh, measures are going to progress. So let's try to play it again. I highly recommend you play this section uh, multiple times before you advance to the next measure, especially if you haven't gained finger independence yet. So let's do it together. One E and the, two E and the, three E and the, and the, one E and the, E and the, three E and the, four E and the, E and Now, good. Now, when you start doing these lessons, if you haven't gained finger independence or if you're not that skilled yet, I, I recommend that you uh, start and set your metronome if, if you have one, or if you don't have one, use your cell phone. Set it to 60 beats per minute. It's very slow and allows you to work up to a faster speed. So here we are. We're going to play my metronome. Two. Let's count it out. One E and a two E and a three E and a four E and a one E and a two E and a three E and a four E and a one E and a two E and a three E and a four. Well, this is pretty decent metronome, but it doesn't indicate it doesn't indicate where beat number one takes place. So I'm going to select another metronome that may make it a little bit easier for you to hear that. One E and a two E and a three E and a four E and a one E and a two E and a and a four E and now if you don't want to say one E and a and you think it's too much of a mouthful you can do one one two three four two two three four three two three four four two three four and if that works better for you so let's try and play it together here we go. 
let a measure go by. Remember how I said we'll be playing the the latest progression? Well, the first in the first measure you have chord number one, it moves to chord number four, which is the C chord, and it goes back to one, then it goes to one that's a seventh chord, to four in measure five, and then measure six has four with a seventh. Number uh, measure seven has back to one, and eight is also one. Measure nine goes to the five chord. Measure 10 has the four to the seventh. 11 has the one chord. And we close it out with the, the five chord, which is a seventh. I recommend that you play uh, the, blue, the bass separately from the melody. And when you're playing, try to get this down first before you move on to measure two, because it requires your hand, left hand, to make a jump to the four chord, which is moving up to C. So I'm going to play G to, just to give you a nice little groove to it before we move on. So here we go. You don't want to be too rigid when you're playing the blues. You want to get be relaxed and and relax your your, your hand. Don't be too stiff because the the to, to obtain the actual feel for the music, you have to be relaxed and and put yourself in a blues mind state. Like you almost want to play it to make the keyboard cry. And over time, you probably understand what I'm saying. So here we go. I'm gonna really emphasize the relaxed motion. If I want to make it stiff sounding, I go like this. That's, that's okay, but you really want to emphasize the blues sound, so you want to lay into the keys like this. I'm off, a I'm off by a count. Two, three, four, and... Now... We're going on to measure two. Your left hand is not doing anything different. The only thing is you just moved your hand over to C and it's going to go from playing this. You just move it over. It's the same hand formation to doing this. Same fingering. That little jump is a little tricky one because you're moving up four notes. And that's, that's what tripped me out for my first day of learning how to play this lesson. So we're going from up. That's it. You see how we, we went up? Like, and the third measure, we're going right back down. So here we go, we're going. 
that's it. We just play the first three measures. And measure number four does something interesting. Your, uh, your pinky finger, which is finger number five on your left hand, is on G, and your thumb is on F. And it does the little step down that goes right back up. So it goes F, F, E, E, D, D, E. So it goes like that. It goes, let's walk it through. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were playing from the beginning. So it goes. So let's, let's try it from, let's try it without the metronome. And then go play all the way to measure number four. So we go. And that's how it is. That's how it is for the first four measures. And it, between measure one and five, actually, you're gonna see, it's going to be a little interplay happening. So I'm going to go ahead and play all the way to measure six. Well, actually measure five and, and, sit, and then explain the five and six to you. So we go... Jumps up to to the four chord again. It goes aha, and it does the step down thing again. But instead of going back to G, it does a C seventh. So your pinky's gonna stay on C, and your thumb you have to move slightly up to to uh, B flat. So it goes uh, B. Got that? Let's do it again. B B A A G G A A. See, not too bad. Not too bad. So let's play it again. Measure one through six. Let's go. If you're playing this enough times, you're going to start feeling it in your left hand's pinky and a little bit in your thumb when that's good. Keep playing it. If you can play for straight for about half an hour, that's good. But if you can't make it half an hour and your finger gets too sore, play for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then 30 minutes. Build that endurance up in your pinky. Again, I highly remind you that you should be playing using a weighted keyboard. If you're playing on the synthesizer, you're going to be wasting your time. You're not going to gain anything out of these lessons. So, yeah, so we did measures one through six. And we went from G to C, G to G7, C to C7. And we're going to go back to G for two measures. So we're going to play all the way from measure one to measure eight so you can hear it. Here we go.
that's it to eight measures the hardest part about you playing the bass on this one is, are the jumps you're going to trip up going from g to c and from back to from c to g from g to g7 is no big deal because you're just moving your finger up one note and you're jumping back up to c is from c to c7 again no problem because you're just moving your thumb up one note but from c7 to g a little hiccup you're going to be you're going back downwards to g for two measures and that's going to feel comfortable those two measures because it is two measures of the same thing now from G to D is going to be very extreme because that's you're making a, at least five note jump. And then from D to C is going to be a small jump. And then to G again from C7 to, to G. And then we're going to end it with a D7. So let's play it together. And uh, here we go. I'm going to play this the whole entire um, song structure on the bass line. So you can get a feel for how it's supposed to be done. Here we go. That's the bass line. That's how it is. I recommend you play this over and over and over again to where you don't feel like you have to look down at the keyboards as you're doing it. It's going to be a little trippy at first because you, you feel like you always got to look down to see what your hand is doing. But I guarantee you, if you occasionally look up, uh, look up at the sheet music, your mind won't even start, won't even think about it anymore. And before you know, you realize, oh, wow, I'm actually reading the music without looking down at my hands and see what's going on. That is when you, you take into consideration that you move and involve your right hand. You need to involve your right hand in the mix. Now, the right hand is going to be very busy. If you thought the left was busy, no, it's not. It's nothing in comparison with the right hand because it's, it's almost... Trying, you're playing arpeggiated notes. I want to say it's like you're, it's getting your hand ready to play quickly. So now let's play the melody. It has the first finger, which is not first finger. Uh, your pointing finger is going to be on a on a B, and your fifth finger is going to be on G. It should be. So it, you're, here it is. This is how it sounds. That's B. And G. Now, if you look at the stru structure of the melody, it has uh, 16 notes, four, four sets of 16 notes. So it goes one uh, and uh, so it's going one uh, and uh, so it's doing that. It's going B G B G the whole entire thing. So let's try it there. B G B G B G B G B G B G B G B G B G Boring, but very challenging. 
If you play this long enough, you start failing in your pointing finger and your pinky. Now the challenge here is, is uh, the jumps between G and C, not too major. So it's going to be like this. <clears throat> I'm going to play measure one and two, just the melody. Oops, I think I played the wrong, wrong. So it goes one E, the, the two E, and the three E, and the four E, and the... There we are. And then we move on from there. We go C, G, C, G, C, G, C, G, C, G, C, G. And back to B, G. And then we stay there on measure four. The only thing measure four says G7 for the chord, but it doesn't affect your right hand. So let's play this through. So we're... Uh, that measures one through four now where it gets tricky is when on between measure four and five you're making a jump from playing this to jumping to placing your pointing finger on G and your pinky on C so we go it goes Yes. Now, from five to six, this is where the tricky part is because most people's fourth finger is very weak. That's G, B flat. So you're going from... There it is. And to go back, back to measure seven, you have to make a huge movement with your thumb to go down to B again. And you go one, five, and switch it out, two, five, two, five, two, five, two, five, two, five. And you do that for two measures. And then after that, you're going to, to D. So you're playing this. So let's take it from uh, measure number five, which is G C G C G C G C G C G C G C G C G B G B G B G B G B G B G B down B G B G and then we're going from G to D. And then G, B. And back to B, G, B, G, B, G. And then you have the D7. So, let's try it together.
huge jump. Little jump. Big jump down to your thumb. That's how that happens. Now let's play it together with the metronome. We're still on 60 beats per minute, which is what I recommend at speed like. So here we go. Let's try it. So if you forgot the count, you go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We play that through, and I reiterate that try both hands separately first, master the bass line, and then try playing the melody. Your challenges are you going to find in the bass is when in first between the first and the second measure, jumping from the first chord to the fourth chord and back to the first. And your next challenge is going to be from the fourth chord to the fifth chord. And from the sixth chord back to the one chord and measure, I mean, uh, the, the fourth chord back to the one chord and measure six and seven. Measure uh, eight and nine, you're going to jump from G with the first chord all the way to the fourth chord, which is D. I mean, the fifth chord, which is D, back to, to four chord, which is small step. And from C back to G, which is a small hop. And then you rest it at D. It goes boom. That little part right here, getting your hand, your left hand to move is tricky as well. So you want to, you want to practice that before you move on. So it goes D, C, C, D, D. Takes a little bit of timing and rehearsing. So let's increase the metronome a little bit. So let's play 69. As you're playing this, you're going to feel your left hand tighten up between your pinky and your thumb. Your right hand, you're going to find in your, you feel it in your, your pinky and your pointing finger. I encourage you to relax. Relax your fingers because you're going to, get, you're going to start feeling very sore if you don't. And you're going to see the strain on your hands. If you look at it, you'll see your tendons appearing very, very strained. 
that's all I have for now. Just continue to practice exercise number one before you move on to exercise number two, which is just a variation of it. And it can get a little bit challenging. So knock, out, knock this one out and see you next episode. This episode of the Black and White Struggle contains musical content from Basic Blues for Piano by Ron Payne. Copyright 1984 by Howland Incorporation. International copyright secured, all rights reserved. Used by permission of Hal Leonard, LLC. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of the book, the item number is 002-40075. It's available for purchase from your local music retailers for $24.99 US. <laughs>